1: Here's where I get annoyed here, Judge, is that the the narrative has changed because you know that the gas prices, they were blaming all that, the oil deals uh, on on, uh, supply chain issues, post-pandemic stuff. Now they just blame Putin for everything, or in this case, Biden now blaming the oil companies. It's very simple. Who's really to blame, Judge? Well, the
0: government loves to have an enemy. It loves to have somebody to hate to blame its failures on. For 50 years we were taught to hate the Soviet Union. Then we were supposed to hate Iran. Then we we're supposed to hate Saddam Hussein. For 2 years we were supposed to hate COVID even though it's not a human being, obviously. Now we're supposed to hate uh hate Putin if you if you're concerned about in not enough oil, Uncle Joe, let <laughs> people drill in the United States. We will be totally oil independent. We won't have to buy from Putin or Venezuela or anywhere else. But, and I say this in fairness to Joe, I don't hate him. I'm not crazy about him. I don't hate him. I've known him. I've known him for 40 years. I uh, was a professor of law at Delaware Law School, and Joe was an adjunct. Now, the rest of the faculty thought he was a joke. (laughs) The students loved him because he's got a great personality, and he and I got along with each other. We used to sit next to each other. On the, on the Amtrak, on the Acela. Um, but Joe needs to stop listening to the hard lefties in his party who are tugging him to the left, the environmental crazies who think that owning a lease is the same thing as drilling for oil. Government gives away leases all the time. It doesn't let you drill. It needs to let... These oil companies drill in the United States will be totally oil independent. There'll be no supply chain issues, and there'll be no worries about
1: Russia. Let's talk about the sanctions. The moral and effective. We could talk about taking the oligarchs' fortunes and we're refusing to buy Russian oil. Something we should have done a long time ago, like you said, Judge. Wasn't that long ago under Donald Trump? We were energy independent. We'd have to rely on other. Co- I know we still bought from Russia. I get it, but we'd have to rely on other countries to do this type of stuff. What about taking the oligarchs' fortunes and and as we've done now, just stop buying Russian oil? That that's not enough, but it's a good start. Yes,
0: I, I have no problem with not buying Russian oil, as long as we have enough oil on our own. So I'll go back to what I just said about drilling. In terms of seizing the oligarch's assets, it's absolutely immoral, it's unconstitutional, and it's criminal. Who the heck are we to be seizing the assets of private individuals that have nothing to do with the human rights violations that are going on uh, in the Ukraine? ah, there's a statute. There's two statutes. One, the Economic Emergency Act, and two, the Magnitsky Act. They're both Obama era statutes. Joe Biden is familiar with both of them. He was the vice president at the time. And they both say the president of the United States can interfere with any economic contract with a foreign entity or a foreign country if he believes that foreign entity or foreign country is violating human rights and he can seize assets of those who help the violators. That statute is. Absolutely unconstitutional, because the Fifth Amendment says if the government wants to take property from anyone, not just an American, anyone, they can only do it by due process, which means a trial at which you prove fault. So two days ago, this is not a joke, a $500 million yacht, that's half a billion, was seized in the Bay of Naples I'm not saying this because my name is Napolitano. (laughs) (laughs) It happened in Naples. It was seized by the Carabinieri, which is the sort of upscale Italian police, their version uh, of the FBI. What are they doing seizing it? Ah, the CIA asked the Carabinieri to seize this yacht. If the owner of the yacht wants it back, you're talking about half a billion dollars. And a lot of people working on it. If the owner of the app wants it back, he has to come to Washington, D.C., file a lawsuit, and prove that he is not a violator of human rights. I mean, that turns the law on its head. In America, if the government wants your property, it has to prove fault. You don't have to prove that you're not at fault. So the statute that Joe is relying on is reprehensible, but it's very popular when he does it.
1: Oh, it is. Attack
0: yes. Putin's friends as right. if they have anything to do with well,
1: it. Well, this guy that owns uh, the yacht, uh, Judge Napolitano, do you know his name? Do you know exactly who he is, what his affiliation is, all that? I don't. Do you?
0: I, I, I don't. I could have looked it up, and you can easily look it up, because this one that they seized from the Bay of Naples is the biggest one of, of all the oligarchs, which is why I used it as an example for two reasons. One, it's worth half a billion. And two, you can see we're not the only ones doing the seizing, that we have our foreign partners, in this case, the, the Carabinieri in Italy, right. we have our foreign partners seizing it uh, as well. But the concept of the government seizing property without proving fault is absolutely violative of the Constitution, and if it ever comes here, it will be reprehensible.
1: Judge Andrew Napolitano, so great to hear his voice back on the Bernie and Sid in the morning show here on Talk Radio 77. Is
0: Bernie, by the way.
1: Well, Bernie, unfortunately, has not been feeling well. He was diagnosed with prostate cancer a couple of months ago, stage 4. And uh, he's now going through his third round of chemotherapy. So we pray every day he's going to be okay. But he's in a, he's in a tough battle, Andrew. Okay,
0: he's in no. he's in my prayers. I did not know that.
1: I will tell him I he heard does you love guys you,
0: with Roger Stone, uh, the other day. Oh, you did. I heard Vern, uh, Bernie's voice, but you know the way Stone talks, it may have been all Stone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, but... I say this as his <laughs> what... friend. No, actually, Bernie was here that day. So what happens is he, he works for about two or three weeks, then he takes a week off when he gets his chemo. So he was here that day last week, uh, George, with. Uh, Roger Stone. He'll be back again coming up on on Monday.
0: Tell him I love him and I miss him. It was a joy to work with him. Uh, because sometimes I must wanted to bite my head off. And
1: no. he protected me. <laughs> of course he did. Uh, no. Hey, let's talk about Zelensky here for a second. He has become kind of the hero. My son, Judge, is 13 years old. My son, Gabriel. And forget about the sports figures and the guys on TikTok. His hero right now is Zelensky. That, that's, how, that's how big Zelensky has gotten. And he is furious. He believes the West is not doing nearly enough. And the story today is he's very angry with Joe Biden because he was promised those mig-29 jet fighters that are sitting in poland because quote joe biden doesn't want to infuriate putin anymore are you kidding me he's already blowing up women and children what are you worried about at this point judge
0: i i i fully agree with you look the 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 red-blooded american side of me says we should blow these people away we absolutely should blow these people away this is the most monstrous unconstitutional, illegal, immoral uh... war crime in the history of the of the world. Eh, maybe maybe the Holocaust was worse. Right. But, but without saying history of the world, in the modern era. The and,
1: and it does, course. and by the way, the Holocaust was worse, and I'm a Jewish person, but you Correct. would agree that this does mirror World War II yes, too much for my taste.
0: this does mirror the beginning uh, of World War II. So the red-blooded American in me wants to stop this with superior firepower, as my military friends would say. But the, the libertarian in me, the constitutionalist in me, the person thinking about the future in me and about mothers of, of, of soldiers in me is saying, we do not have a dog in this fight. And the most we can do is supply him with, the, uh, with uh, humanitarian uh, help. That's the best we can do without risking World War II. Look, there's an airfield in Poland that's about 10 miles from the Polish-Ukraine border. If some Russian tank commander misreads his GPS and fires into that airfield and destroys Polish and American airplanes, what does that mean? That means World War III. That means all of NATO is going to come down uh, on Putin. That is the last thing that we want.
1: And also, there's no fly zone. That could be another, uh, obviously, motivation for World War III, right? Yes.
0: I don't like the way all this sounds, that Biden is afraid of Putin. I don't think Biden is afraid of Putin. I think Biden is afraid that Putin... We'll do something irrational, which would draw us into, into uh, World War II. Look, if American troops start uh, fighting Russians, what do you think they're going to do? They'll bomb Los Angeles. Right. I mean, they'll, they'll do something absolutely outrageous, insane, crazy, immoral, and criminal to keep Putin in power. We don't want to go there.
1: You know, when uh, when I look at the New York Post and I see atrocities, Judge, and I see women, children, maternity hospitals getting blown up, it, it makes me so nauseous and so upset that I hate making it political but that's what this show is that's what we do right we're talking baseball yes then we talk politics oh Diver- don't
0: even mention baseball oh, I don't <laughs> even know. mention baseball i know you're a baseball fan yankee fan and have been you know since the man in my house in my parents house when i was growing up now i know you're jewish and i'm catholic but you'll know what this means mandel Maris and Berra were another blessed trinity.
1: (laughs) They could do no wrong. We practically
0: had to genuflect when we mentioned their names.
1: I get it. I get it. Those are three of the all-time greats. But uh, in terms of the political, that's very cute. In terms of the political area here, here, I should say, uh, it's a very simple question. If Donald Trump, you don't have the answer, obviously, because he's not, but I'm going to ask you to predict. If Donald Trump was still the president, would Putin be doing any of this?
0: I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he would, he would fear a violent uh, response. Now, I don't know. You know, the, the Donald Trump, whom, as you may know, has been a friend of mine for 35, going on 40 years, had a personal uh, relationship with uh, Putin that Joe Biden does not have. Uh, I just think it would be a very, very different world. I think uh, Putin and his military people would be terrified of what Trump would do. And
1: do you think on the way out, because of, if you believe all the Hunter Biden stuff, which I do, I thought Miranda Devine did an amazing job, Tucker Carlson, Boblensky, others, do you believe that because of Hunter and his father and his uncle's dealings in Russia, in Ukraine, in China, that there's a little bit of an issue here with Biden really being honest, because at the end of the day, they're making a couple of bucks?
0: I hope not. That's the best answer I can give. The Joe that I have known, and again, when I knew him, it was 35, 40 years ago when I was teaching at Delaware Law School and he was an adjunct. The Joe that I have known uh, is a middle-of-the-road, intellectually honest Democrat. I don't think that's the same Joe that's in the White House. The the Joe in the White House is, is too old, too withered and too tied to the deep left of his party. He doesn't believe any of what they say, but he knows that if they desert him, the Democrats are a minority.
1: You did leave out too corrupt. That may be the biggest issue of all. I'm not sure, but you did leave that out. Hey, right. uh, John, it is great to hear you back. I'd love you to come back more often now that you're back here this morning. Keep coming back. You're any, great.
0: Anytime, Sid. And uh, Bernie's in my prayers.